coming up on this week's show. So why don't you treat your anus with the same respect? Laurie, <laughs> <laughs> Laurie, you were saying what what the quote was <laughs> that was going to make the TikTok <laughs> that was going to make the TikTok promo for people to watch this podcast. Why don't you treat? Your anus with the same respect. It's one hundred percent going to be the one. I haven't lowered the flow too much, have I? No. No. <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Look at what you're working with. Literally impossible. You're listening to the mildly controversial podcast. My name's Mike, and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Welcome to your weekly dose of grumpy middle-aged men getting worked up about things that really shouldn't matter as much as they do. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Uh, My name's Mike and hanging off my coattails as usual is co-host Baz. How are you, Baz? I'm alright, thank you very much. Good. That'll do for you now. Have a rest. Um, we have been joined by a very special guest, um, uh, a man called Laurie Knox, who, um, if you are regular watchers and listeners of this podcast, you'll realise that, um, Laurie, I think you are fourth on the list of number of uh, appearances on our podcast. I'm honoured. Behind myself, Baz, and Joshua. I think Joshua just sneaks in front of you. What have I got to do to beat Joshua? I think this might be your fourth time on the podcast. So, uh, yeah, um, thanks for um, having nothing better to do than, uh, than come and join us um, on, a, uh, on a Thursday evening to record this. Um, so, yes, uh, for those that don't know, um, Laurie is um, predominantly um, on TikTok. Is that right? That's your, that's your main one, isn't it? Um, and his, um, his name on there is Knox Study, K-N-O-X Study. Um, and Laurie, the quickest way I can describe it is that um, Laurie is like um, a male Susie Dent. <laughs> entertaining. So talks about words, their derivation, uh, but makes it entertaining. How many, how many followers have you got on TikTok now? 1.2 million. So Just the 1.2 million, the 1.2. eh? Been stuck on that for a while, though. But uh, I, th- I think come, come half-term holiday, it'll get up to 1.3. I can see the numbers slowly creeping up there. So something to look forward to. There you go. Brilliant. As you know, this is the Mildly Controversial podcast. We are, we're here basically to have a, a chat about things that um, are controversial, but only mildly. Um, the rules are no politics, no religion. Um, and yeah, basically nothing that actually really matters, but we get worked up over it. So, so what's your first uh, mildly controversial opinion? Okay. Um, people who ask where the toilets are in pubs are idiots. <laughs> this one really winds me up. Now, okay, I think there's always there are always exceptions to the rule, and you know, of course, you, you know, if you're in like I don't know some mega club in Berlin or something like that, yeah, you'll probably you know. But generally, when you go to your standard country pub and you've got you know you walk in there, there's a bar area and a kind of main part. Then you've got the right of the bar and the left of the bar. Now, you're standing there with your friend. You're at the left of the bar. And they say, where are the toilets? And you, I, I always just want to look around and say, you know, well, they're not here. They're clearly not in the middle of the bar. They must be around the other side. How, how have you not worked that out? It's just <laughs> your first time in a pub. But I, don't, and I think the reason this works me up so much is that I'm ashamed of myself. 
because when that happens, I just go around there and just meekly tell them. But it really winds me up because I just feel like surely you can work this one out for yourself. I feel like you're so passionate about this that next time somebody asks you where the toilets are in the pub, you need to come out with it as passionately as that, and just kind of uh, don't don't be so meek. I think you need to yeah. you need to uh, you need to make that point, and you need to make it strongly. Especially if it's a stranger in the bar. Excuse me, mate. Do you know where the toilets are? Now, now sit down here, son. Listen to the listen to me. No, it's um, what can I say? I'm I'm a petty man. This only falls down slightly if you're in a Weatherspoons. Yeah, this is true. This is true. And, and this, uh, we, we have had a discussion about Weatherspoons toilets in the past. That uh, and Mike just Mike said this once. Sometimes they're not only in the, they're not in the same building. Sometimes they're so far away. This is true. I'll I'll add that to my exceptions. There you go. Your exceptions are that because sometimes when you ask where the toilets are in uh, in a Weatherspoons, um, they don't just point. They give you a fucking postcode. <laughs> um, you, know, you have to get in an Uber. But the thing is with the toilets and the Weatherspoons is um, I'm advancing in years and I'm at a point in my life now where um, my bladder gives me no warning. And, and I'm, not, I'm not saying I just stand there and you know piss myself. Um, I uh, What I'm saying is that I'll be stood there quite happily having a chat, having a drink, and then all of a sudden my bladder will just go, yeah, you need to piss now. And I mean now. <laughs> so so Weatherspoons is not my friend for that reason. The thing is with Weatherspoons toilets, I, I, I feel like I have to predict um when it when it's gonna happen. Really? And it's that's that's not what that's not where you want your head to be when you're on a night out. You just want to enjoy yourself. But um I agree with this one because like I say, even if you're stood in the middle of the bar and you've been stood in the middle of the bar all night, it's you you might as well just say to the guy behind the bar, um, left or right. <laughs> Because, like you say, it's not in the middle, and there's one end of the bar. It's either going to be there or it's going to be there. If you go to the left and you see that there's a disabled toilet and a ladies' toilet and no gents, chances are gents will be at the other end, you know, and vice versa. Gamble, take a risk, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> why don't you walk like four yards to one side, check it? Oh, it's not there, and then you know, like, come on, this. You know, like I say, we're not talking about huge mega pubs or Weatherspoons, things like that, you know, but for your, your your average pub. What's the risk? If you walk over there and then somebody sees you going back, no one, no, the whole pub's not going to point a laugh going, ah, <laughs> you went to the wrong end of the bar for the toys, you dickhead. Uh, you're stupid. They're over there. You know what I mean? You're just going to walk past your mates and go, yeah, they're not at that end. Just, you know, if you're wondering where they are, it's not that end, so it must be this end. And walk past this, like... <laughs> it's not a mass it's not a it, you know it is it, there's, there's not massive jeopardy involved in taking a punt on which end of the bar the toilets are at no no so so the other thing i can uh i could back up your statement there laurie by saying people are idiots because i am that person that goes <laughs> in and i am an idiot which i think has been proven many times in this podcast that's your that, that's your role on this i was like you know you've got the village idiot you're the podcast idiot but also, it's one of those things. It's that I can guarantee. Uh, it, so, if this is two, if this is two option choice in any quiz, I can almost guarantee that I will choose it wrong every time. So, if, it, <laughs> if, if it's a choice between left and right, I can guarantee that I'm heading towards the female toilets, and right. I've then got to go all around the bar and find the other one. Buzz is praying for the days when the um, when the toilets at both end of the bar become unisex toilets, and it's not far <laughs> away. He's, he's he can't wait. 
Well, it happens more often now, doesn't it? Where you where you end up with those sort of funky new toilets where it's just stalls inside, and they've got that great big steel hand wash base where everyone congregates around. Right. Yeah, and and, and that's a good thing, but that, that just humiliates men who wouldn't wash their hands to wash their hands because if they're out on the pull and they walk out of a unisex cubicle or whatever like that and just walk off and women that they're hoping to uh to uh to take home that evening see them do that they go well, i'm not going anywhere near him so i mean that's all that does it's a, it, it's like it's like a really progressive thing and it's like this is gender neutral this is cool it's just to shame those people who wouldn't normally have washed their hands into at least throwing them underwater and shaking them twice I was going to say, on the subject of things that wind me up, people who ask where the toilets are, I mean, this, yeah. You know when another one, I put these people on, no offence, Baz, but I put these <laughs> people on the same level. You know when you go to push a door and it doesn't open and somebody says, no, you need to pull it, mate, and you're like, what in your brain did you think I was going to try next? <laughs> like, did you think I, I pushed the door? It doesn't work. Oh, I'm going to smash a window now. Like only way through. Like is that is that what you thought was going through? But like anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you stood there. You, go, you pushed it and you go. Oh fuck them all out of ideas. No, that's <laughs> what, what. Oh god. Oh god. I really need the toilet, but I have no idea how to open this door now. But I tell you what, the people that are probably responsible for that is people who put handles on both sides. Yeah, there you go. Right. Push plate on one side, handle on the other. This is Never a problem. Do you know what I mean? Don't put a handle if it's a push. It's yeah. just, it's not, it's not necessary. Good point. It's, a, it's not, not just not necessary. It's, um, it confuses people like yourself. Um, <laughs> not, not suggesting you're easily confused or anything. Um, but yeah, and, and then it causes uh, friction yes. in the, in, in the pub because you get somebody saying, yeah, you need to pull it, mate. <laughs> When you say that you like, if you push the door and it doesn't open, and someone goes, "You need to pull it, mate." You made it sound like they were quite were being quite helpful, um, well, but I suspect they might have been. Yeah, you need to pull it, mate. <laughs> uh, it just proves that you're right, Laurie, because I am the idiot that has to ask for the toilet every time I go into anywhere, and I, I think I just get panicked. Because it's like, I need to know where it is, and I need to know where it is now. I like to think that this conversation is going to help you, Baz. It's, it's going to bring you through this. It's going to, this is, this is going to be the personal development that you need to just go, do you know what? I'll try left. If it's, it's okay. It's okay. It, if, if it's not there, I can just come back round. No one's going to say, hold on a minute. Uncle Albert looks a bit confused. Shall I help him find the toilets? But also, I'm also the classic case of the pull-push-door scenario where as I go to walk through it and then I look up and there's a huge pull on it. It couldn't be any bigger and I've still just walked <laughs> up to it. So that's why I don't choose anymore because I always get it wrong. You don't choose? How do you, how do you get through doors then? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But you, 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 have to, you should go out and look at the door first, right, as you were saying earlier. So if there's a big sign on it, I should just read it rather than just yanking the door or, or pushing it. So you basically go go with a plan of attack before entering any door. Like you stand there, you check it out, you scope the joint out, and then okay, this looks like a pool door to me, and then you go for it. Okay, so um, right, well, um, I'm pretty sure um, about this one, but um, I'm definitely this is quite an awkward thing, you see, because um, I like to think that uh, I like uh, Baz to think that he's useful 
um, on this podcast. Thank you. Um, but there's only two of us, um, and I um, I book all the guests. I pay for this to be produced. Um, I I'm responsible for all the graphics. Um, I do all the recording. I do all the editing. I uh, I, I I post it, um, and uh, and and Baz just turns up and laughs in the right bits. So for those reasons, sometimes in the wrong bits as well. Um, but for those reasons, I have the casting vote. But I like Baz to think that that this vote thing is um, is important. But I think you're being um, unfair to Baz saying all he does is show up. He also drinks. Yes. Oh, he does. He does. He, he he's good at that bit. He is definitely good at that bit. Let's let's have that right. He he actually laughs more at the right bits once he's had a few <laughs> as well. So that's good. Um. So yeah, uh, Baz. Um. What do you what do you, what do you reckon? Are we, are we giving this the uh, mildly controversial podcast seal of approval? Are we? Um. Yeah. Is, is it is it getting the stamp of approval? Uh, from my point of view, absolutely, because I, I am the idiot. Excellent. Okay. So that's for sure. Imagine. Imagine, if you will, a really good like stamp which says "approved" across the. I can't be asked producing one, but just imagine that kind of scenario. Then, yeah, yeah, there you go. It's approved. Good Thank one. Thank you very much. That's I, was, um, I didn't realise this was a test. If I'd known that, you know. Well, you know, um, it's not really. No, it's not worth worrying about or preparing very much for. <laughs> Um, okay, so um, I'm going to come in with one that uh, I feel quite strongly about, and yeah, I, I don't know another way of phrasing it other than uh, brioche buns can fuck off. Um, because do you know, it, it's like I like a burger, but I don't want it in a cake. When did a burger stop coming in something that was savoury and start coming in something sweet? Because brioche buns are sweet, and I'm not. I, I don't understand why. The world has decided that uh, a burger to to make it posh or acceptable to hipsters um, has to come in a sweet bun instead of a savoury bun. When did that happen? Interesting. See, I never realised they were sweet. So I think I've only ever had them with burgers. So I know that the the burger kind of for me takes it. So I didn't even notice that they were sweet. I didn't know that was the thing, you know. It's a... I mean, look, I mean, it's not candy floss. Do you know what I mean? But it is, um, or cotton candy for our American listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not that, but it is. It's, 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 you can get them with like, you can get brioche buns with chocolate chips in it because the kids eat them. So it's mm-hmm. it, there's definitely a sweet thing. And I think maybe it's the, um, maybe it's the kind of, flip side of when caramel all of a sudden you, ca- you, you you stopped being able to buy normal caramel and everything had to have salt in it do you know what I mean I, I, I remember that happening maybe about right. 10 years ago all of a sudden like it was like oh this is salted caramel I was like, salt in caramel you mental and now you can't get caramel stuff that doesn't have salt in it so mm. maybe it's the flip side of that it's taking something Revenge. savory and making it sweet <laughs> anyway I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling it but so, so, what, what, what are you saying so, so funnily enough, I've got a backup to this. Um, I was, I can't remember where I was in London, but I remember chatting to a guy that was uh, the manager of a restaurant we were in that, that primarily did burgers. And he literally came out and said, without being asked, I can't wait for brioche buns to be fucking forgotten about. He goes, because they are literally wanky. He said, we, only, <laughs> we, we literally only use them because they are popular and they're a fad. So, yeah, that was his. And he said that without like even being asked about it. 
So that, well, Baz, yeah. Baz, that sounds to me like um, an authority on the subject. Yeah, um, clearly was, agreeing, yeah. agreeing with my personal opinion. Yep. <laughs> so this is, Joe, I, I joke about, you know, you just turning up and that, but, you know, you've earned your, you've earned your money this week, Baz, which, 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 just to be clear, is zero, by the way. <laughs> but you've earned your nothing this week with that one. That's brilliant. So... so- so is it just the principle that they're sweet, or is it actually the taste? Are you dead against the taste of them? No, I just it's. I mean, we've talked about Ponzi food before on this um, a few times. Um, I'm, you know, me and Baz are guttural scum, um, so we, um, we we've talked about this kind of stuff. And just the whole, there's lots of things like. Um, getting your food served on a spade or a slate instead of a plate and things like that. I think brioche buns are the same as that. Mm. That it's like I don't think a brioche bun adds anything that a just a really decent quality savoury bun or, or just a regular burger bun like they used to be. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't need to be sourdough, which isn't sweet. It doesn't need to be sourdough. It doesn't need to be brioche. If your burger's good enough, you won't need to get like wrap it in something pretentious. Mm. I'm gonna blow you. Sorry, go. go You're gonna do what, Buzz? <laughs> <laughs> Over the internet? How is that even possible? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna blow your mind now. No, ah, there you go. Thank God for that. Well, uh, part of me's pleased that that's what you were gonna say, and part of me's a little bit disappointed. <laughs> There's a, there's a chain of bu- uh, burger restaurants uh, in Northamptonshire called Buddies, and they do a burger in a donut. That's random. The dirty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> the dirty bastards. That's just... I've, I've changed my mind now, right? <laughs> Originally, I said brioche buns can fuck off. Burgers in a donut can fuck off and take the brioche buns with them. But once again, it's just creating a dish or some dish that sounds large, creating something that is there just to sort of like be controversial. Because surely that's all that that can be, right? But it's it's just trying too hard, and it's like these. Just another another one is like uh, we're, we're on to the like trying too hard with food now. That's where this has gone to. But um, deconstructed anything. Again, fuck off, because it's just like, you know, I don't want a deconstructed lemon meringue pie, right? I don't want a meringue over here. I don't want a bit of lemon over here and some crushed up digestives in a pot over there, right? I didn't come here to make it. That's your (laughs) job. I ordered it. You make it, put it on a plate, bring it to me. My job is to eat it and pay at the end of the night, right? My job's not to put it together. Laurie, you're you're quite a well et person or international eating person that's a very bad description so <laughs> so, so, so tell, sorry, tell I, I, so sorry I, I wish i'd introduced you with that ladies and gentlemen please welcome international eating person laurie knox <laughs> that's what i'm here for and, 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 do, do you mean by that that you married somebody from south korea is that yeah, the, yeah, is that where yeah. that's going okay okay i don't know but I've, but laurie's done laurie's done content about food so i was just wondering well traveled what the what the what the most ridiculous thing you've eaten in your travels oh my word in terms of ridiculous in terms of meats probably i think in cuba i had it was either crocodile or alligator um i have no idea like 
They taste very different. You must remember which one it was. Um, I'm going to say it tasted like chicken because I have no idea what it was, uh, what it tasted like. Um, other than that, no, I've always shied away from the, uh, I think in Thailand having, you know, the, the snake wine, you know, the, they've actually got a dead snake in the, yeah, all that kind of stuff. But no, I think I, I'm a bit of a, um, what can I say, I'm a bit of a coward when it comes to that kind of stuff. So there's been no like sheep's eyeballs or anything like that. No, I've been uh, pretty tame. Sorry, sorry. See, I, I wouldn't ever go for like the you know the sheep's eyeballs and the chicken's feet. You can get the chicken's feet in the Far East quite a lot, don't you? And then I'm not one of those. But if you gave me a meat in a dish, I wouldn't care what meat it was. So you'd eat dog in South Korea. Yeah, you would. Yeah, um, don't get me wrong. Um, and and you know, my daughter's a vegan, and she totally respects me for this, right? Um, in that I can separate like that. I wouldn't eat my dogs. Right? I love my dogs, and I love dogs in general. But there is a big difference between, you know, if you have a cow as a pet, you're not going to eat that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, a, if an animal is bred for meat, I think it's hypocritical to say I would eat a cow, but I wouldn't eat a dog. Or in Peru or whatever, I'm a mate of mine, a guinea pig. And I was like, and he said, to be fair, he said it was just, it was lying there. You know, you know like fish still looks like a fish. He said the guinea pig just looked like he didn't. I'd, I'd, I'd struggle, but I'd still eat it. A bit like Homer Simpson when he had that pet lobster. And right. um, Marge came home and said, oh, what's that lovely smell? <laughs> he goes, oh, I've just given, the, uh, just given the lobster a really hot bath upstairs. <laughs> and, he ended up, and he ended up, there's a scene where Homer Simpson's going, om, yum, yum, as he eats his lobster. But no, I would, um, yeah, look, I mean, if, you'd, if I was eating something and you'd, and, or a dish was prepared that didn't look the shape of the animal, and it was a stew or a curry or something like that, and you said that's rat or that's snake or that's dog or cat or anything like that, I wouldn't really be asked because I just think it's you know, a, a dead animal is a dead animal. I don't know why I think like that because I do love dogs, and I'm, I'm one of those people who will walk somewhere and see a dog walk in the other direction usually has a human with it but i won't converse at all with the human but i will stop and like put on a baby voice and talk to the dog um <laughs> but i am uh, i i do see a difference um morally um mm. between something that is bred simply to uh, to eat um well, and something that is bred to be a pet well we've already established on this podcast before that dogs are better than humans yeah Apparently, apparently, tasting wise as well. Not, not like driving taxis or doing surgery, though. Yeah. Well, there's the next question then. Would you um, eat a human that was bred for meat? Oh, <laughs> now. I mean, this is getting this is getting close to dropping the mildly off the controversial <laughs> podcast, isn't it? We're getting dangerously close, but I think we can just do it. Um, I don't think I would. I don't think I would, and the only reason is. That's literally cannibalism. So it's it's the same species. Um, but Sheffield United man, you've got a couple in your freezer. <laughs> I just thought a shepherd's pie like that would be amazing, wouldn't it? You'd actually have real shepherds in <laughs> with it. actual shepherds in it. Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, look, I guess I guess vegans would say that meat is meat, and if I'm willing to murder animals uh, to eat them, I should be equally as uh, willing to. Um, 
murder humans, but uh, but that's bullshit. <laughs> um, because because animals are not as important as humans. There's a there's a controversial that's not really controversial because they're not. You know, the 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 minute the minute a dog or a monkey or something can come up with a cure for um, diseases or can can perform brain surgery, then they will be as important as humans. Until then, it's simply nonsense. I was going to say shout out to my brother who's probably got quite close to cannibalism uh, for a podcast he once ate placenta. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> see, that's... Um, I wouldn't consider that cannibalism just because that's... that's, that's it, it's no longer part of the human, I think, is, is, is where I am with that. But okay. um, that, is, that is... Did you have more than one brother or is that the brother that I know of? It's Robbie. That is the so yes uh, for people who don't know um, if you're on YouTube um, um, Laurie is Robbie Knox's brother um, if you're on TikTok um, Robbie is Laurie Knox's brother so I, I think that's I think that's pretty much summed it up about right and it <laughs> eating placenta so that was for a podcast not for a um, he thought it would be a beautiful no, it thing, wasn't. like some people think. It um, wasn't just his starving, looked in the fridge, it's all he had. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was it his partner's placenta or was it somebody else's? No, it was somebody else's. Uh, and he and the lady who ate it for the podcast were both very sick uh, for days after. But apparently they didn't treat it right. Like you meant to like eat it pretty quickly. I think they think, think he left it out too long. <laughs> So, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you are wondering, I think this is an important message. Um, that, that if you are thinking of eating a placenta, uh, then make sure you do it quickly. Um, I mean, look, wait till it's out. Um, but you know, you know, do it as soon as it comes out if you can. There we go. That's a good message. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I don't know where, I don't know where to go after this. I didn't realise we were a public service broadcaster, but we've just come out with a very, uh, very important uh, health and safety message there. So, um, thanks, that, Robbie. That, that, that's a beautiful thing, right? Um, I think it's time for you to. Uh, um, I, I, I know that last one turned into about seven, which is brilliant. That's the that's the kind of thing that we want. But um, let's uh, let's hear your next one. Okay, so this one, uh, like I say, hastily rearranged um, to stick on the toilet theme. This isn't something I practice myself, but I'm just going to throw this one out there as a controversial thing. Um, men shouldn't wash their hands after urinating. They should wash them before. I'm very intrigued. Continue. Your hands are absolutely filthy, disgusting. They touch everything. They probably got every, I don't know, they, they probably, you're probably constantly walking around with some sort of like fecal matter on your, like, the, you know, your hands are all over the place. They're the filthiest things ever, right? Now, your old chap, as much as we'd like to say, you know what, oh, oh yeah, he's always getting up to mischief and all, realistically, you shower in the morning probably clean that more than it needs to be cleaned. I mean, it's probably, you know, like <laughs> your knees, for example, probably, which get sweaty. I guarantee you've never, you've never cleaned them as much as you have cleaned um, your penai. Um, but I've only got one. Oh, you mean me and Baz? Sorry. <laughs> Go on between us. But um... I, I wouldn't be here if we had two. I'd be far too busy. <laughs> but um yeah so again and so 
basically it's walking around. I would say it's probably one of the cleanest parts of your body, surely. It's like, uh, and then, and then what do you do? You go into the toilet, you get your filthy, dirty hands, and then you touch your clean member. That's making it. So I think it makes more sense to clean before you go, you, sorry, before you urinate. And as long as you don't urinate in your hands, then you're laughing. <laughs> Like that. You know I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm loving this because this is something that when you first said it, I was like, that's ridiculous. But not only have you really talked me around on this, that I'm really <laughs> starting to think you could be right. But not only that, um, this is the benefit of getting a, 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 a guy of many, many words on that I've never heard so many euphemisms for a penis before. Um, and and, and it's, it's beautiful because I love the fact that despite the fact this is a, you know, this has got the little E in a square and, you know, we, I could say cock if I want uh, and no one will tell me off, right? But I love the fact that you took it upon yourself to come up with uh, a, a bunch of euphemisms um, <laughs> and, uh, and I enjoyed all of them. Glad to hear it. But yeah, so look, when you first said that, I was like, this is nonsense. He's just saying that just to, you know, just to be mildly controversial, which thank you very much, by the way, because that's exactly <laughs> what this is all about. Um, but yeah, the more you say that, I just think, do you know what he's right? And it's a bit like, you know, when they say like, there's more, there's more bacteria on your chopping board than there is on your toilet seat and things like that. Mm. I'm not saying you should be chopping a bit of you know, chopping carrots on the bog seat instead of, um, <laughs> instead of on your chopping board. Um, but yeah, you know what? I think that is the... Oh, you've... you've, you've, you've got, <laughs> it's a game changer. You know oh, no, this is just... You've got me thinking far more than I expected to be thinking today. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll chip in with this. So you wash your hands before you touch your vegetables on the chopping board, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yes. very good point, right? Yes, very good point. Yes. So, so, what, yeah. so, so you're saying that why don't you? Why shouldn't you wash your hands before you touch your gentleman vegetables? Exactly. <laughs> That's very, very clever, Baz, and, but it, and, but, and quite true. But it also brings up that thing of like when you do wash your hands afterwards, you then go and open the door of a public urinal on the handle, and that's been pretty touched by more people that haven't washed their hands than have than have washed their hands. There you go. That's so look, point. look. Um, Look, I think I'm pretty much sold on this, but I do need to um, add a word of warning in that if people are listening. Um, if you do go to the gents' toilet in a pub and you walk in and before going to the toilet, go and wash your hands. If somebody looks at you strange, don't say, well, you know, I've got to touch my lovely clean penis with these dirty hands. I think it might, you know, so I'm not, I think it would take quite a lot of explaining. Um, so, Wash your hands before and maybe even after as well. Just, just, just to you know, just to tick the box. Um, but, but do you know what? Like I say, when you first said that, I was like, "That's ridiculous." But as far as I'm concerned, Baz, what, what is this another seal? Is this another seal of approval? Because, <laughs> well, as, I mean, as, ludic as ludicrous as it sounds, <laughs> these words I, I can hear them before they come out of my mouth, and they sound ridiculous, right? But I think we are about to approve the statement that you should wash your hands before going to the toilet. Yep. Rather than after. Before urinating, I think we need Sorry, to make that before urinating. So, so I have another question before I answer this. It's like... Wait, so, 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 sorry, I need to come back on that. 
you don't you don't you don't wash the um, the sheriff's badge as much as you wash the penis. Is that is, is this a bit kind of okay? Are we getting a bit, little bit too? Is there a bit of oversharing here? I was like, you would not believe how thoroughly I clean my penis. Is this, is this where we're going with that? Because I'm not sure that I was going in that direction. But my my question <laughs> my question is this about washing hands. Why do you have to wash both of them when you had a piss? Because surely one of them is just ultimately just holding your jeans to one side or your pants down so you can get the member out. Because that one's not doing anything but like literally holding clothes. This one, which is predominantly the one I use, I basically don't get any piss. Good to either. know. Thanks for yeah, that yeah, information, Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which one? To, to clarify. So, 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 so if there if there are any um, any of Buzz's six hundred and fifty thousand TikTok followers uh, watching who wondered which hand he hold he holds his knob with when he has a pee, um, then there you go. You all know it's his right hand. Just to confirm, his right hand. <laughs> Continue, please, Buzz. This one. Oh yeah, but it's like, and also how how clumsy must you be to get piss on your hand whilst having a piss. That's all I want to know because, like, it's going in that direction, and you're holding above the actual part where you're pissing out of. Now we're getting really graphic. (laughs) (laughs) To to, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I I think we should move on because there's mental images um, that I've got that I definitely don't want, and I may have to, I may have to try and push um, one of those cotton buds all the way through my head to, um, to rub that one out. So <laughs> rub that one out. is definitely not a phrase that I meant to use at that juncture. <laughs> okay. I think we should probably move on now. I had something else, <laughs> but I think we probably should. <laughs> okay, Baz, Baz, do you have anything for us? Uh, what's the point in non-alcoholic drinks? I did. <laughs> because, it's not Victorian times and kids aren't allowed to drink gin anymore. <laughs> no, but my point is this. So if you go to a pub and you're not drinking and you're driving, why would you have a non-alcoholic lager? I don't, I've never understood that. The, the, uh, obviously, uh, oops, sorry. There's obviously... <laughs> For anyone who didn't hear that, I think that was Siri saying, is there anything else I could help with? <laughs> I think Siri thinks that Baz has just asked Siri, um, what is the point in non-alcoholic drinks? <laughs> Got a bit flummoxed and then said, is there anything else I can help you with? I don't know the answer to that one. So I get the point with inclusion, but like, if you're going to, if you can't drink to get drunk, why would you have a non-alcoholic lager or non-alcoholic wine? Because A, they don't taste the same, and B, it's kind of like pointless. You'll pretend it, well, it's like fake meat in my case, I guess, but it's the same thing, isn't it? See, I had a, for the first time in decades, I had a non-alcoholic beer uh, about a year ago. I went to watch Walton Hersham, took my daughter there to, to her first football match. And obviously, I'm not an animal, so I'm not going to uh, drink beer and then drive my daughter uh, 30 miles around the M25. Uh, so I was like, you know, I really fancied a beer. Okay, I'm, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a non-alcoholic beer. Had one of those. It's just, it's just rank. It's not, it's not even about for me. It's not even about getting drunk. It's just not that they don't taste good. Back in the day, you had um, Calibre. Oh, yes. And what was the other one? There was, there was two. There was Calibre and I can't remember. But anyway, you had Calibre and, and they were rubbish. Um, and that is a good 30 years ago. 
and they're still rubbish. Yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> so, I mean, look, they they don't taste as rank as they used to, I don't think, but they also don't taste anything like actual beer. And I think if somebody could crack getting a non-alcoholic beer to taste like an alcoholic beer, not only would they make a fortune, but loads of the, the consumption of alcohol would drop like a stone because I look I, I I drink beer because I like the taste of beer, but I also obviously like the effect it has on me. Um, it makes me feel amazing. It makes me great <laughs> with girls. Um, but no, so it's but it is predominantly the taste I think, and it's the but I think it's the whole. Here comes a great word. Mr. Wordsmith, it's the whole organoleptic experience. Oh, what word? There you go. Do you even know what that means? Um, but it's, yeah, it's it's all of your senses together. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's the whole thing. It's not just a, the, the taste of it. It's the whole experience. Um, but, yeah, they, just, they definitely should have been able to come up with a non-alcoholic beer that tastes anywhere like actual beer. When I've tried to give up drink for maybe, like, four or five hours... It's um, it, it's a hellish experience, and you, um, you you end up running out of things to drink, um, and you think like it's not a pretend thing, like I'm pretending I'm drinking. It's just kind of particularly when you're out, you know, in the house, no excuse at all. But when you're out in the pub, I can kind of see it, even though it doesn't taste great. I can kind of see the I'm in the pub. I need to kind of do something different to just when I'm in the house sort of thing. And also, certainly when I was younger, I'd feel awkward if I wasn't holding, you know, like if you're just standing there, no trick. So I can see why it might, you know, a mm. comfort, like a dummy for a baby is your beer. You can... Uh, um, you well, if it's not alcoholic, the baby can have the beer as well. <laughs> this is true. I remember being in uh, being in our local um, when um, my wife Emma was pregnant with... I don't know, she's only had two, so I don't know, 50-50 ch- Molly, right? There you go. I might be wrong, but 50-50 you know, chance. I'll go for Shay just for... Just yeah, for yeah, whatever. Like, yeah, you, 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 you're probably right. You're better than me. Um, but no, we were in the pub, um, and it was the same sort of thing. I think it was Christmas Eve or something like that, which probably means it was Molly, because otherwise there'd have been a kid at home on its own, which like, wouldn't have happened. Um <laughs> I think it was Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve or something like that, and she was. Oh, hold on, no. If it was if it was Christmas, she was born in January, so it's January. So we have left a kid at home. I don't know. Anyway, it was. Um, yeah, it must have been round. It was round about Christmas, so she's very heavily pregnant. He was born in January, so um, she's very heavily pregnant, and she's drinking out of a bottle of non-alcoholic beer. But now, when you drink out, uh, drink non-alcoholic beer, it's Oh, it's got a big 0.0 or this, that, and the other. You know, it's it's, it's quite obviously. Bex at the time was just called Bex Blue. And you had to kind of search for the 0.0. Some woman, I believe these days they would refer to her as a Karen, um, came walking up to Emma and went full on batshit at her for drinking while she was pregnant. And she would just went, Emma just stood and let her throw both barrels at Emma and then just went it's non-alcoholic 
And I just love that because no, she didn't Brilliant. stop her. She let her go on a full <laughs> tirade and then just turned around and went, it's non-alcoholic. And just watched that woman just kind of squirm back to where she was <laughs> in the like regretting her entire life. Brilliant. Um, it was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Um, but yeah, look. I mean, to get back to the uh, the original statement and the and the and the thing that you're saying, Baz, is that what is the point? I think, I think there is a point. Um, I don't think it's as big a point as um, as I think because it's they're everywhere now, aren't they? It's like every there's a non-alcoholic version of everything we have got in this very house. We have got a bottle of non-alcoholic gin. <laughs> Is it Sue Smith? <laughs> no, it's um, it's Gordon's. Gordon's 0. 0, yeah. right? And do you know what? It costs the same as the stuff that's got alcohol in it that is probably about 80% tax. So that's why these non-alcoholic things are all over the place mm. because these companies know that they can sell them for roughly the same price as the version that's got alcohol in it, but they don't have to give the government 80% of the cash. Very good point. I think I might have found the point that you were looking for, Baz. You said, yeah. what's the point? I think I might have found one. It's not a consumer thing. It's a manufacturer thing. So here's my take on the whole thing as well. So do you remember when you were, when you were young and you had your first taste of beer, any kind of beer? As a kid, beer tastes horrible the first time you have it, doesn't it? Yes. And pop and fizzy drinks taste lovely because we're all into sugar. So if, if, if lager and all beer was non-alcoholic from base source, it was never alcoholic, I don't think anyone would drink it. Oh, God, that's my statement on this. Because I just, you know, it's for something that tastes bitter or isn't sweet, the, the only payoff is the fact that you get pissed on it. This is why people drink it. There's a reason also why there was a massive industry that blew up around alcoholic fizzy drinks because people like that sort of sweet taste and want to get fucked. That's the basis. So I can't see the point in having an alcoholic lager. You might as well just drink like pop and pretend it's got alcohol in it. <laughs> it's, it's a compelling argument, Buzz. Do, 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 this is, this is kind of, this is, I'm one over. What, this is, this is, this is, I think this is close to like the, 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 the closest run one I think we've had. Yeah. Because um, I just think that, I do think there is a point. Yeah, I, in, in, in in yeah, I think there's a point in non-alcoholic lager. I don't think there's any point in non-alcoholic gin. I think anybody who goes into a pub and orders a non-alcoholic gin for the same price as an al- a, a gin that's got alcohol in it, and then puts tonic with it, is just is an idiot because they're looking for the toilet, aren't they? Basically, those people. What is? Do Emma, Emma always goes and says, like, right, I'll have, uh, can you do me a couple of, no, two of the little bottles of uh, Slimline Tonic in a massive glass with loads of ice with the peppercorns and everything apart from the gin. And it tastes pretty much like a gin on tonic without putting an expensive pretend gin in there. I think, oh, I, 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 I think I've been... Uh, I think I've been confused. This is the this is the most on the fence I've uh, I've been on uh, on any of the, uh, the 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 opinions that have been uh, that have been uh, raised on this podcast so far, Buzz. 
But in fairness, Mike, you love beer. I do love beer. That's a very, <laughs> very good point. Um, but yeah, you, you were saying like nobody likes their first taste of beer. Do you know what? My, my first taste of beer, the reason I didn't like it is because um, it was always warm and it was the bottom 10% of a can that was left on the uh, on the uh, coffee table when I once woke up, um, went downstairs and my brother or my dad or someone had left. Like they're literally the last 10% of... Like so, it was. It, I should imagine it was ninety percent backwash and it was warm. So that's why I didn't enjoy my first beer. Understandable. I've made up for it since, though. You know how old you have to be to drink. Um, I don't think there isn't a uh, there isn't a, a, a legal age, is there? Yeah, at home there is. Okay. You have to be five. I thought it was something as ludicrous as that. How about that, yeah. Daddy? Daddy, I, I managed to count up to ten today. He's like, "Oh, nice! Here's a here's a quadruple vodka orange. Let's celebrate!" <laughs> Perfectly legal. Perfectly legal. Daddy, I got four house points. Was that okay? Can I, Stella? Should we celebrate? <laughs> you, you imagine how intelligent children would be if it was if you could just drink like that all the time. I, I suspect the number of um, stars on an award chart at school would. Would decline massively if uh, if the reward at home was alcoholic beverages. <laughs> I suspect the uh, and, and I suspect killing brain cells before they've had chance to, uh, <laughs> to to be created is is probably not the best way forward. Imagine that in the contact book. Little Johnny couldn't do uh, PE today because he was hungover. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. This was embarrassing in front of the Ofsted inspectors. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah we were going to put you. We were going to put you down as excellent, but uh, we're going to have to shut you down now. <laughs> well, that, that that worked out well. It did work very well. Okay, so we got one more from you then, and then we're done. Yeah, I'm really tempted to to rip this up and go for another uh, toilet based one. Shall I, shall I? Shall I just make it a hat trick of toilet ones? I like the toilet based ones. Why? Why the devil not? Toilet paper should be banned. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, once again you need to quantify for, for, this. For, for, for those of uh, for those of you listening rather than watching, I'm trying my best whilst in a gaming chair to do the old like Neo from Matrix backwards thing. <laughs> like, that sounds like the massive, the, the the biggest statement we've had on the mildly controversial podcast. Can, can oh, I just oh, say oh. before you carry on as well, I, I think you're going to win us both over with this like you did on the last one. <laughs> I, look, look, Laurie, if you win us both over on this one, I'm I'm never buying a car off you. <laughs> okay, so let's, let's go with it. Uh, I'd just like to say as well, um, I only had one toilet-related one to start with, but, you know, like the conversation spurned another conversation that, you know, anyway, but... I'm editing that out anyway. You're going to see him obsessed with toilets. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me the promo for tiktok is just gonna be me get toilet 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 just over and over again right yeah, um, you know me very well laurie <laughs> but um what was i going to say okay yes yeah, so you know i lived in korea for 11 years and yeah it's basically toilet paper doesn't get used it's all about the electronic um the electronic bum wipers i don't know what you call them like the uh the electronic 
E-days or whatever you want to call them. Um, yeah. Uh, and... so, 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 sorry to interrupt. I love the fact that you went, the electronic bum wiper or whatever it's called, and then when you came to use the word B-day, you went, B-day? <laughs> you always became like, 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 like the B-day was, uh, <laughs> was a naughtier word than bum wiper. <laughs> I like my bum wife and naughty. This is, this is like being at primary school, isn't it? This is, uh, <laughs> you I'm found your level here, Laurie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, and you know, you go to Southeast Asia where they just have the uh, basically a hose going on there. But the level of cleanliness you get there is at a different. It's not even like it's so much faster. It's so much cleaner. Um, and of course, better for the environment. You're not, you know, and, and of course, cheaper as well. You're not spending all this money on it. And like I say, you walk, honestly, like you, after be, living in Asia and then coming back to the UK, you, it, you're, it's, you're never ever as clean as you are when, you, when you're living in Asia. It's, right. it's just like you, you notice it. For, you know, obviously, I'm used to the situation now, but. In you know, like it's just so much superior. It's just put it this way, okay. If I were to wipe feces across your face, what would you rather? I'm going to give you two options: bit of paper, finished, or would you rather a hose and wipe it off with water? Which one would you rather? So why don't you treat your anus with the same respect? <laughs> Uh, Laurie, Laurie, you were saying what what the quote was that, that was going to make the TikTok that was going to make the TikTok promo for people to watch this podcast. Why don't you treat your anus with the same respect? It's one hundred percent going to be the one. There we go. I, I'm looking forward to posting that on my stories. <laughs> so anyway. I'll try and compose myself. Um, Baz, he's only fucking done it again, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. I just thought, he, he came out with a statement. And I just thought he's never going to win me round on this one. Never going to win me round on this one. Um, but but that's, I, that's the wrong I, one. I have I have no comeback to the arguments uh, which were in terms of cleanliness, environmental damage, in terms of cost. Um, the only thing I will say is that um, if anyone lives anywhere near uh, Laurie, just don't borrow his jet wash. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've got a bit of experience with this one, uh, having been to Japan. And I became obsessed with the toilets in Japan because there, there are so many different types. What's really weird about Japan, you could go to a public toilet and in one half of it is just a hole in the ground and... The next one is like a slightly modernised one with like a computerised button pressing machine, which you literally sit. It plays music. It right. has it has wafts of air, but it has a thing called a wand, which is a thing that projects itself underneath, and it literally sprays water right into the precise location in your. In, as Becky Mills says, you're bum holy, and it's <laughs> bum hole, bum hole. Yeah, sorry, hole. And, uh, yeah, hole, and uh, and it, I, I've literally. This is might seem weird, but not in the context. Is I've got photographs of toilets on my on my camera roll of all the ones I found in Japan, and they are amazing. To the point Baz, that I want, yeah. Baz, many thanks for another um, another soundbite that's going to make it to the TikTok promo for this. Uh, this like, <laughs> I've got lots of photos of toilets. Yes, 
But, but, but you've you you have both given me some amazing material that I could take and just use completely out of context. So thank you both very much. I appreciate it. So so yeah, but, but literally they've become a. a I think it's, it's kind of an art form in Japan. I can't say what it's like in South Korea, but certainly um, I think it's one of those things that yeah, like you say, it is cleaner, but they're they're much more fun as well. <laughs> It feels nice. It feels nice. I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> and also, can I just say, the first time that you sit on one of these toilets and you, you're confronted with these buttons, and obviously they've got Japanese symbols on there, which you don't understand, of course, you just press them all, and they all do something slightly different. <laughs> and, of course, it's it's that sort of voyage into discovery of finding what they all do, and there are some really good ones on there. Some of them even have a dryer, don't they? Some of them have a dryer. Yeah, that's it. that was the other one. Yeah, but you, obviously you don't know which one's which unless you could read it. So you just press them all, and I probably press them out of order. So I've got dry first, and then I got a blast of warm water. I love this. They, they just got like, like Buzz has painted this picture that it's like the toilets in Japan are like the IMO car wash, where you can go for like just the normal standard one, or you can go like. I'm pressing all the buttons. I'm going for the eleven ninety nine one. Do you know what I mean? I'm going for everything. I'm going for the sorry, just sorry. I've just had the phrase rim wash come into my mind. <laughs> and I think that might be the perfect crossover between what we're talking about and an IMO car wash. Oh dear. Oh, this is just um this is just <laughs> unprecedented. Um sorry. in the um, Laurie, um, I'm so glad we got you on, and uh, <laughs> I, I'm a massive fan of your work, and um, I'm, I'm I'm thankful for us to be friends. Um, but that, I never thought you would talk me around. I haven't lowered the tone too much, have I? No, no, <laughs> impossible. <laughs> Look at what you're working with. <laughs> Literally impossible. Um, but. Just, I never ever thought you would talk me round from a statement that says, um, I forget your exact words, but you said like toilet paper is pointless or something like that. Should be banned. Toilet paper should be banned. There you go. Um, and you know, that is such a strong statement, not just toilet paper is pointless or is unnecessary, but should be banned. And I would disagree with that if you hadn't come in with the fact of how many trees it would save, how much money it would save. Uh, and all of that kind of stuff. So we've come quite away from March 2020, haven't we? Indeed. In, in, yeah. in uh, you know, the, that with everybody in the um, in the country was um, your country, by the way. Um, <laughs> it was all right over here. No one did it over here. Um, but everybody, everybody in the UK just like just went nuts, and uh, toilet paper became uh, more valuable than the pound. A bit topical. There you go. Um, <clears throat> and uh, but now, yeah, um, you, you've literally just taught me around into thinking that toilet paper is superfluous. Another word just for you there, uh, Larry. <laughs> you've definitely heard of that one. Um, but look, look. I mean, I think it's time, Buzz. Uh, for me, this is a winner. This is another one. This is a stamp of approval again. There's literally no argument for me having experienced the toilets which you're talking about. Uh, and I also just wonder... <laughs> to, if... to be fair, the way Baz is talking about these toilets in Japan, I'm surprised he's still married. 
<laughs> I'm surprised he's not got divorced and just got one of these toilets in instead. Honestly, I'm obsessed with them because for the first time I ever found one and having that whole thing of like, oh, what does this do? Oh, I quite like that. What does this do? <laughs> you can spend, love- a whole, spend a whole afternoon in the toilet and never and never be sad. I would love I would love to chat to Liz about your holiday in Japan because I think her experience would be very different to yours. I think Liz would just talk about the fact that she went to see some beautiful, you know, some beautiful sites and you know the culture and the food and all this kind of stuff. And so, uh, but but yo, I didn't see Baz for two weeks because he was just pressing all the fucking buttons in the toilet for the entire holiday. Right. Oh, thank you, Laurie. You've brought up a really so nice, happy memory for me. <laughs> look, it's, an, it's like, um, Laurie, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to have you on. I've had such a good time and I enjoy your company, um, even though we've never met in real life. Um, I enjoy your company anyway, but I've really enjoyed your company tonight. Um, Baz, um, in a like ridiculously in like a ridiculously forced segue. Do you want to say what you say at the end of every one of these podcasts? Thanks, Mike. I'd love to, Laurie. <laughs> Laurie, where where can people find you uh, and all your, uh, and all of your your, your content? Where, where where can after this podcast? Let me try again. Okay, sorry, <laughs> Laurie. Where can people find you uh, and what sort of platforms are you on? So you can find me um, on TikTok as Knock Study. You'll find me on lots of other platforms, but that's just rehashed rubbish from TikTok. So um, just just find me on TikTok. That's best. <laughs> there you go. Great. So um, again, thanks so much for your time, Laurie. Um, really enjoyed. Uh, really enjoyed your company again. Um, thanks, Baz, uh, for turning up and laughing at the the, the right bits tonight. Um, so that is it for another episode Um, thanks everyone for listening um, and um, we will see you next time thank you very much see you later Mike yeah do you think anyone's still listening I don't know probably not if they are where can they find us thanks for asking Baz that's a great question they can find us on Twitter Instagram and TikTok at mildlypod or if they want to get hold of us, they can email us at mildlypodcast at gmail.com or they can go to the website, which is daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast. <laughs>